What's up, man? Y'all already know who it is. It's the Urban Librarian here to talk about some of the deep issues and content within our favorite urban fiction books. This podcast has been brought to you by the Urban Library Bookstagram page. On this week's shelf, we have Beast Mode by Keisha Irvin. Alright, y'all. Gray and Cam is on a roll. This is book two of their story, and I am giving it five stars. My mini review for Beast Mode is a book full of oohs and ah moments. First, let me say there are definitely similarities between China's story and Grand Cam's love story. Not too long ago, I said China's entire series is a breakup to make up roller coaster, and the same can be said for Grand Cam, but for some reason, I enjoy riding the roller coaster of Grand Cam more than Chimes. I absolutely adore this couple, even though there are flaws evident in both of them. There were a couple of moments in the story that made me smile so hard, y'all. One of those moments being when Cam hosted Gray a surprise birthday party, which is a sad time for her, and I won't spoil why that is but her birthday is a sad time in her life and he hosted her a surprise birthday party it was great and then the second moment of the story that really made me smile hard was when gray gave cam his valentine's day present again i won't spoil that for y'all for those who have not read the book yet but just know it was a present that was very very intentional on her end and very heartfelt on his end. Now, they face many obstacles, but they belong together, y'all. I'm telling you. Okay, so go ahead and take this as just spoiler alert right now, because as I go further into the episode, I'm going to be dropping like little details of the book that may be spoilers to some of you, may not be spoilers. It depends on, you know, how you view a spoiler, but this is a fair warning. Okay, so now that I have started with the positive, let's talk about some of the possible concerns and issues for the couple. The first being shotgun weddings. Cam and Gray knew each other for all of like two minutes. No, but for real, y'all, it was two months. And they decided that they were feeling each other so bad and they were so head over heels, well, on her end anyway, that they should get married. Now, me, I'm a hopeless romantic, so if you are anything like me, I mean, you hyped about a type of love that is like, oh, love at first sight, you know, shotgun wedding, we so in love, we can't wait type of thing. However, in Gray and Cam's case, they should have waited and taken the time to get to know one another before marriage. The lack of knowledge of one another led to a lot of arguments and misunderstandings. The first issue that was clear was their different approach to parenting. So Gray has two children already, and Cam has nieces and nephews, kind of like me, right? Gray is motherly, she's soft, but she can also be a disciplinarian when it's time. Cam, however, is, is he just rougher. Like, he's a hood nigga. He, he, he just got an a edge to him. But he eventually softens up. But in the beginning, 
Like, y'all, Cam is over here pulling guns out on the kids, threatening bodily harm to them. He influencing them to curse, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Now, we know Cam would never lay a hand on the children, but the fact that he alluded to hurting them would be enough for some women to leave him alone completely. Because they don't want, who wants to risk, you know, their boyfriend making good on his threats to hurt their kids, right? However, Grace sticks it out with him, and I don't judge her for that because, like I said, I really, I really like them together. The girls eventually warm up to Cam, and they develop their own relationships with him. And the next thing you know, Cam is playing dress-up, he getting his nails painted, he helping with homework, and he attending cheerleading practices. But my question with this particular concern is, would you stay with a person that has been basically rough with your kids just to see if the behavior would change over time? The second issue as a result of the shotgun wedding is Gray finding out as a wife that her husband suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder because he spent time in the military. Now, PTSD is very common as well, just like postpartum from the last episode. You don't necessarily have to be um, a military veteran or have served time in order to have PTSD. If anything traumatic has happened in your life, you can experience post-traumatic stress disorder. It is an anxiety and flashbacks triggered by a traumatic event. For Cam, his PTSD comes from almost dying along with his whole squad in Afghanistan. Symptoms can include nightmares, unwanted memories, and very intense reactions to triggers. So Cam's symptoms look like nightmares. He avoided sleep because when he closed his eyes at night, all he sees was his deceased war buddies. And then he didn't like shining bright or flashing light. But one incident in the book clearly sticks out in my mind. And that was one night while him and Gray was asleep, he was having a nightmare. And Gray tries to wake him up. And when she does that, he wakes up and he starts choking her. After Gray catches her breath and he's come to his senses and he to let her go or whatever, all she does is she tells him to take his medicine. Gray also convinced Cam to go to therapy to talk about his nightmares. So now my question with this particular issue is, could you be with someone who has PTSD? Does it scare you? Do you have negative feelings about it? Hopefully these questions help you realize if you have any biases or like some type of stigma towards individuals with PTSD. Now, the PTSD incident leads me to the third and final issue in Gray and Cam's relationship. Remember earlier I said my mini review is that the book was full of oohs and ah moments. Well, it was also filled with ooh, and I wouldn't have said that moments too. Because Gray and Cam are notorious for hitting below the belt in arguments. During one argument, Grace said something to Cam along the lines of, how you go to war to protect the country and then turn around and kill your own people or community, alluding to his, you know, position in this drug empire. 
Cam counters back with a two-piece about the fact that Gray has a master's degree but couldn't stop her magazine business from failing. And she has a master's degree, but she's modeling cheap-ass fashion clothes. Now, he ends by saying she needs to go and get her tuition back. Both of them were dead wrong and should not have said those type of things to one another. And side note, ladies, there's nothing wrong with wearing fashion overclothes. Get it how you live, pimp. But with this issue, I don't really have a question for you all in regards to it, but I have a statement. If you truly love someone, bite your damn tongue, period. Thank y'all for listening, and I'll see you next time to explore the pages of Sicko Mode.